0: Santa Claus here, come Santa Claus right down Santa Claus Lane. Dix in the Dix in the his reindeer's blowing on the rain. Jingle bells, pump and smells, a big snag, up yeah, lost the wheel, and Joker got away. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Tony. I'm your host, Tony. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we will remain at uh f- reviewing christmas movies for this month actually you know what never mind I, I, that, that was a lie this is the last christmas <laughs> this is the last christmas movie we'll be reviewing right now um uh, but yeah we're back at it again with another episode episode 51 there's 9 episodes left in our season as of right now That's yes 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 Come, our season is coming to an end um uh, right before we get into our today's episode let me take a quick minute and thank you guys so much for the support really couldn't have done it without you uh let's keep those views up yeah we as of today we have hit 400 what yes that's right ladies and gentlemen we are at 400 plays bum 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 is it possible that we could get it to 420 by the end of the year eh, eh. Can, we, can, we, can, we, can we get it to 420 eh, 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 eh. i hope so if not then uh fuck you guys uh, <laughs> i'm joking but um yeah uh we've hit 400 plays as of today so thank you guys um yeah that's pretty much it uh spread the word again spread the word spread the word spread the word and we are um shout out for shout out basically we're basically doing that now so if you want a shout out for a shout out hit us up and we'll do it um today's episode we will be reviewing the 2003 christmas holiday classic elf that's right ladies and gentlemen elf now if you guys don't know what the fuck i'm talking about elf look it up or just listen to this podcast but um yeah it's one of my favorite it's another one of my favorite christmas flicks um it basically basically uh follows wolf row who plays an elf who or someone who is ex son of a bitch just pay attention i'll stop talking um but uh yeah uh, well, today we'll be going over Will Ferrell's Elf, which in my opinion is one of the funniest Christmas movies of all time. Um, I remember the first time I watched it, I cracked up so much. To be fair, I was eight, but I cracked up so much. Um, and yeah, that's that. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, why don't you guys go ahead, sit back, relax, crack, open a beer, soda, or water, or serve yourself a nice cup of eggnog by the fire and relax because this my friends is elf Alright, so for those of you that do not know, how the situation goes, here's how it goes. First off, we go a bit of a total premise, take a look at the plot itself, give it a rating, why we give it that rating, and uh, we take a look at how it did at the box office, take a look at behind the scenes, how the movie was developed, and the impact it had on just Christmas in general. Seems fair enough, right? Right. For those of you that don't know, Elf is a 2003 American Christmas comedy film that was directed by John Favreau, written by David Birnbaum, and starred Will Ferrell, James Caan, Zoe Deschanel, Mary Mary Steenberg, Daniel Tay, Bob Newhart, and Ed Asner. The film centers on Buddy, a human who was adopted and raised by Santa's elves. He learns about this and decides to head to new york city to meet his biological father while at the same time spreading christmas cheer in a world of cynics in the process elf was released in the u.s on november seventh, two 2003 i was only two months old at this time by new line cinema to critical and commercial success it grows 220 million dollars worldwide against a 33 million dollar budget Will Ferrell's performance as Buddy the Elf was praised by audiences and critics alike, with many calling it one of his best performances. It inspired the 2010 Broadway musical, Elf the Musical, and NBC's 2014 stop-motion animated television special, Elf Buddy's Musical Christmas. It's also often listed as one of the greatest Christmas films of all time, and I actually have to agree with this. I think most people could agree to it. Sorry. Alright, so... The Plot. Our story opens up on Christmas Eve. A baby boy at an orphanage accidentally crawls into Santa Claus's sack and and is unwittingly transported back to the North Pole. When the baby gets discovered at the workshop, the elves name him Buddy after they see the brand label on his diaper. Papa Elf... uh, decides to adopt buddy and basically raises him we then get a training montage of buddy growing up at the north pole believing that he is an elf and accepted by the elf community as well but due to his human size he is unable to keep up with the other elves and gets demoted to the demeaning job of toy testing basically he's he's playing around with the jack in the box with with the jacks in the box I think that's Checking the box, he's like, and it pops out and scares the fuck out of him. I love that scene, bro. It pops out, scares the crap out of him, and he basically just yates the fucking box across the room. It's fucking hilarious. What was I saying? Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? See, it's the struggles of having a script, bro. You have no idea where the fuck you were. But it could be worse, alright? I could have not written a script and still be fucking confused. Where is he? Uh right. Soon after this, Buddy overhears the other elves and discovers that he is actually a human. And Papa Elf explains to Buddy that he was born to Walter Hobbs and Susan Wells, and was basically given up for adoption. After this, Susan subsequently died, and Walter works as a went on to work as a, a as a children's book publisher at the Empire State Building in New York City, and is completely unaware of Buddy's existence. Also, to Buddy's horror, Santa reveals that Walter is actually on the naughty list due to his selfish and unscrupulous demeanor. But Buddy suggests that he could help redeem him. Buddy decides to travel to New York City and, and to find his father. Right, right. On the journey, he, he well, basically he travels through the snow, gets attacked by raccoon. Uh, that was a really fun time in New York City, if you know what I mean. Anyways, uh, he heads he heads to the Empire State Building and finds his dad, but even after he mentions Susan's well, Susan Wells, Walter misinterprets him as a dysfunctional Christmas grand messenger and has him kicked out of the Empire State Building. Inspired by a sarcastic remark from a security guard, but he heads to a local Gimbal's department store, where the manager mistakes him for an employee. At the store's Sandaland, he meets Joey, Jovi. Sorry. Jovi, who is an enthusiastic employee with whom he is instantly smitten after hearing that Santa will be at the store the following day. Santa! Oh my god! That, that, that's what happened. <laughs> I actually hurt my leg. Jesus, fuck. Oh. See, this is why we don't run without stretching, kids. What was I saying? Oh, okay. <clears throat> anyways, uh, after hearing that Santa will be at the store the following day, Buddy then decorates Santaland overnight, making like making buildings of Legos, cutting up snowflakes, uh, grabbing some cotton and making it look like snow. you know the d- works. Uh, when Buddy realizes that the Kimball Santa is not actually the real Santa, he unmasks him and causes a wild tumult in the store that basically lands Buddy in jail. Oh. Walter reluctantly bails Buddy out and takes him to a doctor for a DNA test. Long story short, turns out that Buddy is actually his biological son, and the doctor convinces Walter to take Buddy home to meet his stepmother, Emily, and his 12-year-old half-brother, Michael, believing once he is faced with reality, he will drop the whole elf thing and move on to be a regular adult. Walter and Michael are put off by well buddy strange behavior i mean he does some real weird shit like uh, <laughs> there's just one scene that to this day it still makes me fucking cringe he's sitting it down at breakfast right he grabs a bunch of spaghetti and he basically he grabs up a- pieces of pop tarts yes pieces of pop tarts he mushes them into the fucking spaghetti and eats it just like that he then grabs some, something, some chocolate pudding and spreads it all around the spaghetti i'm like what is this kid doing I just... Why? <laughs> why, Will Ferrell? Why? Are they paying you that much? Why? <laughs> Hold up, give me a minute. I need some water. It's extremely fucking disgusting, but, um... I guess that's how, um... I guess that's how fellas at the North Pole live. Um... <laughs> it's fucking... Just... Just... just. But anyways... Um... But his stepmother emily insists that they take care of him until he recovers uh they try to get him to change his outfit but uh emily basically basically walks in and uh, let's just say it's not like the pornos where they say oh stepson I you, i'll be there no it, it wasn't like that it was just more like a ah! type of thing um anyways Uh, Michael and Buddy eventually start to bond after Buddy defends him from a gang of bullies in a snowball fight. Michael encourages Buddy to ask Jovi out on a date, which she accepts. During the date, the two fall in love. (laughs) Meanwhile, Walter's company is in trouble after the most recent book fails to sell. Walter's boss... Fulton Greenway lays down a hard deadline for Walter to have a new book ready by Christmas Eve. In desperation, Walter and his team secure a meeting with a best-selling children's author, Miles Finch, played by everyone's favorite dwarf actor, Peter Dinklage. But he interrupts the meeting to boast of his newfound love and mistakes Finch for, uh, for a fucking elf. <laughs> Uh, Buddy unintentionally insults Finch and pesters him into losing his temper and angered and insulted Finch attacks Buddy and walks out on Walter who then snaps in anger at Buddy for ruining the meeting and harshly dinsult- disowns him. Heartbroken, but he leaves a note for Walter, Emily, and Michael on an etch a sketch. You know those things with the, the the red little thing, the red little piece of plastic with the, the little knobs, and you can draw whatever you want. Yeah, that. Uh, this, is funny, this is funny, bro, because on the letter it says, I'm sorry for putting cookies inside the VCR. I'm like, how do you... Why put cookies inside the VCR in the first place? I mean, uh, if you mistaken it for a toaster, I understand, man. But why put cookies in the jar? I mean, cookies in the VCR in the first place, right? Sounds funny, but why? <laughs> um, anyways, he leaves a letter for them and wanders out in the streets, lem- lamenting that heat does not fit in anywhere. Christmas Eve, after finding Finch's notebook full of ideas, Walter and his team scramble to create a book to pitch. As Walter prepares to pitch the book to Greenway that evening, Michael, who found Buddy's note, arrives and informs Walter that Buddy is gone. Realizing that he was wrong and forced to choose between his job or his family, Walter says, fuck this, quits his job, and leaves with Michael to find Buddy. As Buddy wanders the street, he watches Santa's sleigh crash in Central Park and attracts a large crowd. Buddy tracks down Santa, who then explains that the sleigh has lost its engine and cannot fly without it due to a shortage of Christmas spirit. Buddy finds the engine and is reunited with Walter and Michael. Walter apologizes to Buddy and accepts him as his own son. Aww. Buddy then takes him to meet Santa, who proves himself to Michael by showing him what he truly wanted for Christmas. Michael takes Santa's list and reads it in front of basically the live tv like he's like he's like this person this person so wanted uh, a guitar this and this person wanted a fucking barbie doll and the news reporter says hey yo bro that's cap and he's like i bet let's see what's your last name uh something and he flips to her last name to the last name and he reads and he's like this news reporter wants a fake wedding engagement ring so she can tell everybody that she's getting engaged and like everyone's like oh and like it's like the funniest thing ever like this kid just fucking called me out on live tv bro i can't why? <laughs> that was a dirty move, kid. That was a dirty move, Michael. Dirty fucking move. Just let her be, man. All right, please. But then again, who? I, I I've seen that the news reporter is kind of hot, bro. Who wouldn't want to lock that down? What was I saying? Right. Anyways, he proves that Santa Claus is real and the Central Park Rangers, who have a grudge against Santa for placing them on the naughty list, chase the sleigh as Buddy tries to reattach the engine. Jovi, seeing the news, says, hey, you know what, I gotta raise the Christmas spirit and heads down to outside of Central Park and gets the whole crowd to sing Santa Claus is Coming to Town and helps raise enough Christmas spirit to fully power the sleigh without the engine uh, for the first time in years. A year has gone by, and Walter now has his own publishing company with a best-selling book about Buddy's stories. Buddy and Jovi are now married and bring their newborn daughter, Susie, to visit Papa Elf. And all is well in this world, and that, my friends, is Elf. All right. Heartwarming story, if you, if you ask me. It's, it's got everything. Comedy. Uh, family, uh, Family moment uh the, the christmas spirit definitely that romance drama has got everything all right ladies and gentlemen the rating on a scale of one to ten we give elf a an eight out of ten that's right ladies and gentlemen i gotta give elf an eight out of ten and here are the reasons why well, for starters, um, an 8 out of 10, why such a high score? Well, for starters, Wolf Farrell just, Wolf Farrell is, like, in my opinion, one of the most funniest actors I have ever seen. I mean, recently, now, it's not so much, but back in the day, <laughs> dude was fucking hilarious. I loved him in Elf. I, 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 I cracked up when I saw, what, what was that one movie with, um, the other guy, uh, that one guy, John, uh, Step Brothers, yeah, yeah, I loved him in Step Brothers. That shit was fucking hilarious as well. I loved him in Talladega Nights again, even more hilarious. Uh, what other movie have I seen with him? I haven't really seen much movies with Will Ferrell. Oh, that one movie with uh, he did with uh, Ke- Kevin Hart. What, what's it called? I don't know, but it was this one movie with Kevin Hart. It was I, f- again, I found it fucking hilarious. I've seen clips of him on SNL, and uh, again, he. It's, in my opinion, is one of the most funny guy, funniest guys I've ever met. I it would be an honor to meet him one day, but yeah, he's one of my he he's one of the people I look up to the most. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Well, Ferrell's performance again was really incredible. Uh, and seeing as how he's usually used to like you know entertaining adults, you know saying a lot of cuss words, doing a lot of adult things. And stuff like that in his movies uh it was fun to see him you know be friendly to kids um and uh if you if you're if you're a comedian who is not only great with a in, a in uh making adults laugh but you also make kids laugh as well that's that that just says something else and again that was one of the main reasons as to why i liked i liked the movie i, I gotta give it an eight out of 10 was because of will Ferrell's performance. Not only that, but just the plot in general. It's really kind of heartwarming, if you ask me. Um, seeing as how Buddy spent the whole movie, you know, trying to find a place to fit in. He's like, hey, man, where? how How can I fit in? How can I make people like me? Um, am I ever going to have a family? You know, stuff like that. And at the end of the movie, you know, he finds himself surrounded with people he loves the most, and with people that do care about him, and with people that, um, or basically people that he fits in with, you know? And I really liked his journey as a whole, but Buddy's journey as a whole. So, again, 8 out of 10. Uh, let's see, what else? What else? Just the comedy. <laughs> the, the the scenes that Buddy pulls, the comedy that the Will Ferrell does in the movie, That's that's on another thing, like, for starters um let's see what are some of the funny parts he does uh when on his journey from the north pole to new york city uh he does some you know of course he's traveling you know through these like snowy mountains he gets into a fight with a raccoon uh when he first arrives to new york city he's like what the fuck is this he goes he passes by a cafe and he sees world's best coffee and he's he goes inside the store and he's like congratulations I just imagine sitting in there and you just see some jackass come in he's like congratulations you guys did the best coffee in the world and I'm just you know just trying to you know you know enjoy this coffee you know I'm I'm dead broke I can't pay rent in New York City and this jackass dressed in an elf costume just comes in he's like congratulations and I'm like what the fuck you want uh, I found that really funny uh, also the part where he where he's passing, uh, you know how like in New York they have sub the subways. He's passing one of the entrances into the subway tunnels, and like you know how like you know New York being New York, they always you know throw trash around. Uh, I'm not saying that all New Yorkers do that, but mainly a common thing I think. Back then it was, I don't know if it it is now, but back then it seemed to be like it. And he's just like going underneath the rails of like the the entrance, and he's like picking out the pieces of like gums that people have put there, and he's like. Yo, this shit kinda busting, yo. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, let's see what else. Uh oh. When buddy goes to the to the gimbal's department store and he's walking through before he gets discovered. Before he gets discovered by the department store manager, he's like passing through, I think it's like a what uh the lingerie section of the store. And he's taking a look at the, the, you know, the lingerie, you know, like the bras and and, and pansies, you know, stuff like that. He's looking at one, he's looking at this one, you know, special lingerie dress, you know, for that, uh, you know, special someone that you want to wear before you uh, do your, uh, you know, thing in bed. Uh, He's like looking at it and the sign says for that someone, for that special (laughs) someone. And I mean, worst. yeah, you know, he gets pulled into the store by a department manager. And he's like, and he's like, yo, bro, why aren't you working? And he says, and it's coming to town. Long story short, the next day, uh, Walter gets a package uh, and he opens it up. And it's like the, linger- the, the lingerie clothes. And at the same time, while he's holding it up, his, Walter's assistant walks into his office. And he's, and he, she sees him with the lingerie and walter's like not first He's like get the fuck out bro and looking at that little Andre in here not first you know you feel me <laughs> and I, I found that really funny i'm like bro bro i mean yeah sure he, your dad's a special someone but you don't send him lingerie <laughs> which i i found it kind of funny i found it kind of i found that kind of funny um another part i found really funny was the part where they put him into the part where he's in jail, he's like surrounded by these other dudes that are like playing poker and like smoking cigarettes, and but he's just in the middle, just like you know, just scrunched up in between like two big muscled, uh, inmates, and he's crunched up like, hey, how are you? And when he gets picked up by his dad, he's like, oh, guys, that's my dad, and he points at him, and he's and the dad's just like, this, this kid, and he leaves. But uh, I don't know, I, I found that kind of funny. It was it was funny. I apologize for the brief interruption. Uh, <laughs> I had to go report to my fifth period class. But we're back. Um, mm-hmm. or at least I'm back. You guys, this is nothing. Um, anyways, what was I saying? Um, all right, the prison part. He gets out of prison. It's all good. Right, right. Jesus, fo- why is my laptop? Oh, okay, sorry, guys. Uh, my laptop is being a completely but- whole. If you guys want to do something nice for me, for me and keep 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 the keep the podcast coming, buy me a laptop, yeah, a normal recent, a latest Chromebook would do. They're like what two twenty? Be kind of nice. I'm kidding. Don't. Sorry, God. If I wake up Christmas morning and I see a fucking laptop at the front of my house, at the front of the gate, I'm sending it back. Uh, what was I saying? All right. And then throughout the movie, uh, while Walter is trying to bond with Buddy he gets him a job at the mail room at the empire state building again another one of the funniest parts he he makes friends with the other workers there and long story short they they start they start having like this dance club like like they start this music starts playing back in the round background just well not party music just like rap music and they're like in the middle and they're like break dancing they're like ooh, there it is oh there it is and like fucking busting down, showing down his breakdancing moves, I'm like, where the fuck did this guy get them, do do they just do elves in the North Pole just randomly start breakdancing, that's fucking cool, dude, um, so again, I really like that scene, um, let's see what else, I think that's, in terms of, like, the funny, funniest shit in the movie, uh, I think that's pretty much it, the rest of it, you know, just a lot of heartwarming family moments, which again, uh, really contributes, uh, to the score I'm giving the movie, uh, it's, it's heartwarming, you know, and um, yeah, uh, let's go into the why I give it an 8 out of 10 and not a complete 10 out of 10, well, I give it an 8 out of 10 is because of some of the inaccuracies, um, I'm not, I haven't really been to New York, but I know people who've been to New York, and well, I'm, New York's not really friendly, if you ask me, so I feel like if Buddy would have gone in the first date, Buddy was in New York, he probably would have gotten like, robbed jumped shanked all of the above probably um and yeah that's that's extremely inaccurate so the, a lot of there's a lot of inaccuracies in within the movie a lot of the things confuse me like why didn't susan tell walter she had a baby why did they did they give up uh did um uh, susan put uh, Buddy for adoption before or after she died like how did Buddy end up at that orphanage in the first place was it because Susan left him there or was it because she died like we don't know really how Buddy ended up there um another thing um I think would be hmm I think that's pretty much it just there's just a lot of inaccuracies a lot of plot holes that really just don't a lot of some of the things that just really don't add up and um, does this does that world now believe that uh, that there's a there's an actual Santa Claus? I mean, I'm pretty sure because I mean they did see a sleigh pass by. So who knows? Maybe that's that's that. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. But yeah, there are a lot of some there's some inaccuracies and some of the plot points don't really make some of the plot point yeah some of the some part of the plots, uh, some parts of the plot sorry don't really make sense. So gotta leave it at that and uh yeah 8 out of 10 i really enjoyed it it's really it's a family it's a movie that um well not recently but a lot back then my family family and i used to watch i remember one time i was like i think it was in seventh grade or eighth grade my middle school was showing showing it and i remember pulling up with my friend we watched it it was a fun day was a fun day. basically i always get excited whenever i watch this movie because i know i'm like bro this is one of the funniest movies you've ever seen this is something this is a must this is a must see it's a must see bro so yeah that's that all right let's take a look at behind the scenes how we did at the box office and uh call it a day all right so development development for the movie first began when david brembaum initially wrote the script in the year 1993 10 years before its original release, re- release Sorry. Uh, when he originally wrote the script in 1993, he, he had, um, in mind, he thought, you know, maybe we should have Jim Carrey star, uh, to start star his buddy, which would have been hilarious, would have been fun to see. But uh, bare screenplay underwent uncredited rewrites by Scott Armstrong, Chris Henchy, and the writing team of Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. According to Favreau, the script was initially much darker and did not really interest him, although he was interested in working with Ferrell's first post-SNL movie. Because, I mean, at the time, most of you guys know, Ferrell, or Will Ferrell, Ferrell was a part of uh, the cast of SNL in the early 2000s, I think. Maybe late late nineteen nineties, early 2000s, somewhere around there. But uh, uh, at the end of one of the one of their seasons, he had left SNL, and uh, February wanted to work with him after he left SNL. He has to rewrite it, and a turning point came when he realized that he could make Buddy's World an homage to the ranking best Christmas specials. Now I know I'm saying, hey, didn't you guys say that Jim Carrey was supposed to star? He was, but because of the rewrites and the fact that it was in development hell, uh really uh kind of angered jim carrey and he's like you know what fuck this i'm out of here and probably want to go do Mask or something or race ventura or whatever he was doing in that at that time um this a lot uh anyways back to the actual thing uh uh he realized that he could make buddy's world an homage to the rankin bass christmas specials and this allowed him to conceive a movie that could be pg rated as opposed to the original script which he guess would have been pg 13 rated Terry Zwigoff was offered to direct but declined due to his commitment with another Christmas comedy film in 2003, *Bad Santa*, and the film eventually went to John Favreau. Principal photography first began on, uh, on December 2nd, 2, 2003, and wrapped on March 7th, 2003. Filming took place in New York City, as well as Vancouver and Riverview Hospital in Coquitlam. Quoc- Quoc- Quocuit- Coquitlam. I don't know how you say it. British Columbia. Sorry. Uh, the film makes heavy use of forced perspective to exaggerate the size of Buddy compared to all the other elves. Um, stop motion animation was employed for certain sequences, and some CGI was actually used. Uh, was, was usage was kept to a minimum due to Favreau's own preference. Something that he would later know he had very he had to fight very hard for. Zoe Deschanel singing uh, uh, "Singing uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town" was not in the original script. Uh, and it was added um, when Favreau saw or Favreau learned that Zoe was an actual good singer. When buddy starts singing in the middle of Santa and gimbals. The lyrics were not scripted, and Will Ferrell improvised the song on the spot. Like he's like, I'm in, I'm in the North Pole, and I'm singing, and, and something, 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 singing. I don't know, but he, had, but he said singing a lot. It was just kind of funny. Uh, and even though Buddy's an excellent gift raptor, wolf Will Ferrell is actually not, and actually needed someone to help wrap all the gifts in the movie. Apart from the snow, most of the computer, uh, sorry, CGI in the film was created by Rhythm and Hughes Studios. Uh, Buddy's belt, after drinking a two-liter bottle of Coke was actually real. Yes, like, throughout the movie, he opens up a bottle while, during the dinner scene when, uh, Walter first brings Buddy home. They, uh... Buddy grabs a bottle of Coca-Cola, he opens it up, and he drinks that shit like it's a fucking, like it's a fucking five-hour energy, bro. Sorry sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, he drinks that shit like he's, like he's drinking a fucking small bottle of five-hour energy, bro. We're like, what the fuck is that, man? What are you doing? And, uh, that was kind of funny, too, as a kid. Now it's just, ah, you know, just like, heh heh you know, just like a laughter thought, I guess, I guess, I guess you could call it that, something like that, it's kind of funny, uh, this also reminds me, there's one part when Michael and Buddy are setting up the Christmas decorations, uh, they chopped down a really huge tree, and it wasn't really big enough to fit in their house, so what Buddy tries doing is that he runs, he runs, he walks away from the Christmas tree with the Christmas start, and he's running towards the Christmas tree, and he tries to stick it on, but instead, he just tackles the tree, and falls with it which was again really funny uh, seeing as how it was happening in the background and michael was just in front you know taking out taking out i think the christmas ornaments the you know the little uh, balls that go on the tree he's like taking them out in the background you just see buddy just and then pow fucking ends up hurting himself i'm so sorry that that was loud for you guys but yeah he i had to i had to make a visual representation kind of funny so that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, but a fun fact, as of November 2020, the film is available for free on YouTube under Free Movies. So you know damn well what I'm doing tonight. Uh, long story short, Elf grossed $175 million in the U.S. and Canada and $47 million in other territories for a total wide of $222 million against a production budget of thirty three. million million. The film opened up at number two at the box office with 31.1 million dollars and finished behind the Matrix Revolution also in its first week. It talked the box office on its second week and beating out Master and Commander, the far side of the world. In the UK, it opened second behind Love Actually. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 84% based on 194 reviews with an average rating of 7. Point five out of 10 the website's critical consensus reads a movie full of Yuletide jeer elf is a spirited good nature family comedy and benefits greatly from will Ferrell's funny and charming performance as one of santa's biggest helpers on metacritic the film has a weighted average score of 64 out of 100 based on 38 critics indicating generally favorable reviews so eh, eh. um Audiences polled by CinemaScore give the film an average of A- on an A-plus to F scale, which, in my opinion, seems really good. Um, <clears throat> uh, the film was nominated for nine awards and actually won two. It won two awards for the 2004 ASCAP Award, Top Box, top box Office Films, and it won a 2004 Golden Trailer Award for Best Comedy. It was nominated for... Uh, a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award, MTV Movie Award, PFCS Award, Teen Choice Awards, all of these in the year 2004 and was nominate nominated for a Golden Satellite Award for Best Youth DVD in the year 2005. Uh in terms of critic uh in terms of Christmas movies, Elf is often ranked among the greatest Christmas films and airs annually on TV during the holiday season, which is a fact. Um I was, looking, I was looking at listings, and there's literally one on AMC tonight, so uh, you guys get bored. Y'all know where to go. Uh, they even developed a, mu- uh, a musical, a Broadway musical, that was based upon the film, which ran on Broadway during the 2010 Christmas season. It was directed by Casey Nicola, Nicola yeah, Nicola, with music by Matthew Sklar, lyrics by Chad Be- Beguin, I think that's how you read it, and a book by Bob Martin and Thomas Meehan, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, the musical officially opened at the Al Hirschfield Theater on November 10th, 2010 after previews from November 2nd, 2010. The cast included Sebastian Arculus, Amy Spanger, Beth Lewell, uh, Mark Jacoby, Matthew Gumley, Valerie Wright, and a bunch of other you know, Broadway actors, which I'm pretty sure you might not know. And uh, pretty much ran th- until January 2nd, 2011. They also made an animated sequel. Uh, which is an hour-long stop-motion animated musical television based on the film and the musical of the same name. While Ed Asner was the only cast member from the film to reprise a role, the rest of the cast included Jim Parsons, Mark Hamill, yes, the Mark Hamill, Kate Mucci, Ra- Rachel McFarlane, Max Charles, Gilbert Gottfried, G- G- And uh, was produced by Warner Bros. and first aired on NBC on December 16th, 2014. And features a lot of songs from the musical as well. They even made a video game for it. uh, Which, I'm not going to get into that. (laughs) Um, And they even mentioned a possible sequel on September 18th, 2013. Mental Floss reported that Favreau was interested in making a sequel to the film titled Elf 2 Buddy Saves Christmas. Later in December of 2013 Farrell stated that he does not want to make a sequel in January of six, uh, 2016. Faber stated that the sequel could still happen and the next month Farrell reiterated that a sequel was unlikely and stated that he was generally reluctant to do sequels unless there was a story that justifies it on September 18th James Con uh, sorry J- September 18th 2020, James Khan reaffirmed that a sequel was unlikely stating that Farrell F- uh, and Faber just pretty much didn't get along, which sounds like a shame really. To know that these people are good on screen, but behind the screens, they fucking hate the crap out of each other. And I really hate it when when shit like that happens. It's really mostly annoying. Because, you know, they put their own, their personal goals ahead of their professional goals. Which, again, kind of sucks. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah. Uh, In terms of the Elf story, that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like our episode is coming to an end and i like to thank you guys so much for watching this is a christmas film i actually recommend along with home alone this is one that i recommend times 100 uh it's really a, it's really a great movie really it's heartwarming it's one that you definitely need to watch with your family well not need to watch with family but just with other people because i mean it's funnier when you watch it with other people um it's something that you must watch every christmas alongside home alone um and yeah, it's simply, in my opinion, it's simply just a fresh air from the, you know, uh, Home Alone type of like Christmas movies. And this is, you know, something really original, something original, which I, if you don't know, original is good. So, but uh, yeah, I really recommend it. It's on YouTube. It's for free. It's also on Hulu. Uh, Prime Video. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, and a bunch of other streaming services except for Netflix because, you know, Netflix has a stick up their ass. Fuck Netflix. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. Keep the support up. Spread the word. Remember, we are doing shoutouts for shoutouts. And, uh, yeah, we, as of now, we still have nine, no, eight episodes because, you know, this episode is practically over. But, uh, yeah, we have nine episodes, eight episodes left. Tune into all of them and uh i might be asking for the fan support yes 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 that's right ladies and gentlemen soon i will be asking for the fan support because really i got something really big planned out for our fine for the final episode of our season uh but yeah in terms of episode that's that's pretty much it uh i'd really love to see a sequel you know see how buddy ended up uh how what, what became of him um it'd be really interesting to see and uh yeah Thank you guys so much for watching, and I'll catch you all in the next episode. See ya.